from the Elliott House Podcast Studios at Gardner-Webb University. Welcome to Web Chat. I'm Noel T. Manning II. On this show, we explore the people, possibilities, and the places relating to our greater community. We're really excited today to welcome the Director of Diversity and Inclusion for Gardner-Webb University, Lawrence Brinson. He will host this episode with a spotlight on Juneteenth. So hang around. We'll be right back. How do you support Gardner-Webb Athletics? Join the Bulldog Club. What's in it for you? Access. Special deals on tickets, regular communications with the latest schedules, early access to tickets, special Bulldog Club gear, and most importantly, you get to support our student-athletes. Go to GardnerWeb.edu and search for Bulldog Club and join today. Hello, everyone. This is Lawrence Brinson, Director of Diversity and Inclusion here at Gardner-Webb University. And today we wanted to have a web chat to talk about uh, Juneteenth, which is a federal holiday. And we also have some special guests with us, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves in their own way um, in a moment. So first, I want to start off with uh, defining what Juneteenth is and um, what it's all about. And so Juneteenth is short for June 19th, which marks the day when federal troops arrived in Galveston, Texas in 1865 to take control of an area in Texas and to ensure that all enslaved people were freed. The troops' arrival came at a full two and a half years after the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation. Juneteenth honors the end to slavery in the United States and is considered the longest-running African-American holiday. On June 17, 2021, it officially became a federal holiday, also known as Freedom Day, Emancipation Day, and Jubilee. Today, Juneteenth commemorates African-American freedom and emphasizes education and achievement. It is a day, a week, and in some areas, a month marked with celebrations. It is a time for reflection and rejoicing. It is also a time for assessment, self-improvement, and planning for the future. So at this time, I just want to go around the table. We have some guests here today, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about their background. Hello, um, I am Dr. LaDonna Clark. I am a certified physician assistant or physician associate. We just had a recent title change to our profession. Um, I am faculty and diversity, equity, and inclusion chair um, in the Gardner-Webb PA program. I've been with the program for the last two years. Um, I've been a practicing PA for 14 years. Um, I went to PA school at Duke University I've practiced in family medicine, um, pediatrics, urgent care, and endocrinology. I am also a children's book author. Um, I published my first children's book entitled Princess Kobe and Her Rainbow Dance Shoes, which focuses on um, diversity and being authentic, being your true selves. Um, That was published in January of this year. All right. Hi, Gardner Webb family. This is Veronica Crawford. I am a 2012 undergrad graduate from the um, communication department, PR, and a 2017 MBA graduate, also a former 
Gardner-Webb Bulldog Cheerleaders. Go dogs! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and currently I am serving in my 14th year as um, councilwoman and currently mayor pro temp of my city of Chesney in South Carolina. And also I am the owner of VC Consulting that is now a federal approved contractor for the federal government. So I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Oh, and lastly, but not least, I am a board of trustee here and now serve as the chairman over the marketing department for Gardner Well. Right. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, thank, thank each of you for being here um, as we talk a little bit about Juneteenth and then um, some key things in your areas. I also want to um, go ahead and mention there are some people who helped um, are helping with us for Juneteenth, which is Miss um, Thea Thompson. Uh, Lauren Washington, uh, Maya Mallory, and um, Coach Brown as well. So um, they round out the uh, committee for uh, Juneteenth and um, some of the activities you may see coming uh, this month. So what I want to do is um, just uh, speak with you a little bit, Dr. Clark, if you can just mention a little bit more about um, your book and then some areas um, in health um, that uh, may be some concern that you may want to shed a light on. Okay, sure. Um, So in regards to my book, um, that was always another passion of mine in addition to serving and caring for people. Um, I also like um, teaching and mentoring young people. Um, And so I've always wanted to write a children's book. And so what better time than now? And so I actually began to write during the pandemic. Um, And my goal for this book was to focus on diversity because I'm a strong believer in representation matters. And in addition to that, I think it's important for us to always feel like we can show up and be our true authentic selves. Um, And that is the premise of the book. It's a little girl um, named Kobe who this book was inspired by my daughter. Um, she just, she's just her little authentic self. She shows up in her rainbow dance shoes wherever she goes. And um, she doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter the crowd or what people may say. She's happy in who she is. And I think that's a positive message for us to send to everybody, children, us as adults. Um, you know, we should be able to feel included. And I hope that we are a part of environments that make us feel um, included, those inclusive environments. And so, um, again, representation is important, not only in children's book, but in healthcare. So, um, as diversity, equity, and inclusion chair, that is a big goal for me um, over in the PA program. I want to include or improve diversity within our program. Um, Because we know that if we have better representation in our program, we're going to have more providers that are going out into the to the working um, realm of healthcare and serving our diverse patients. And I think that will help eliminate or improve these um, health disparities that certainly exist. Um, So I think we need um, more diverse healthcare workers. Um, And I will take a moment to point out that Gardner Webb actually just signed a. Partnership. I don't know if you all are familiar with that, um, with Johnson C. Smith University, where we are having two reserve applicants, um, where they can 
apply as quote unquote reserve applicants. And what that does, that helps to eliminate some of the financial burden so they don't have to pay the supplemental application fee. And if they are admitted, the admissions um, fee of $1,500 is waived for those students. So that's another way that we're trying to improve um, diversity in our program. All right. Awesome. That's great. All right, Madam Councilwoman. Yes. Yes. Oh, just tell us a little bit about what's going on and um, as well as some of the things that you're working on. Yes. So I am from the big city of Chesney. It's like less than about 800 people. (laughs) But we we call that the big city. But that city resides in Spartanburg County. And we will be starting our Juneteenth celebration, actually starting on Monday. I also work with the county because I have a passion for small business development. In equity, you must have the same access to the resources and opportunities for all demographic of people to reach their full highest potential. And so starting, and this has been a group collaborative effort from local municipalities to nonprofit, for-profits, organizations and individuals and residents to really understand and embody what do Juneteenth really mean? Yes, we are free, but how are we celebrating? How are we implementing that in our local government? our everyday jobs, and also in our personal families. So what we are working on, uh, one of my special projects is Minority Business Connect Week. And this is powered by the Spartanburg County Foundation and also the Spartanburg County government, where we are doing a mini conference on how do you start a business? Because we know business ownership is a direct Um, key to have generational wealth and that how you have movement and have that diversity throughout generations so all the things that we are working on and our forefathers and our ancestors we can make sure that is passed on generationally and so being an elected official for the last 14 years understanding that representation matter how can we make sure that the people that's sitting at our table look like us and believe what we all believe because our communities look different. And we got to make sure that the five or seven people that is representing us on a county level or in our city look like the demographic within that city. So that's one thing that I really advocate for, making sure that every person sitting in a chair is representing and having an inclusive mindset. Absolutely, absolutely. And one of the things that um, that was good to hear, because one of the things that we're planning on doing is in August, that is uh, National Black Business Month. And so we're looking at doing some activities here um, in August Mm -hmm. for that. So um, and as far as representation, one of the events that we're going to have, so be on the lookout for that, is that we're starting a a business resource group, so to speak, and it's going to be for black faculty and staff, which um, mm-hmm. we're going to have a meet and greet um, coming up soon. So that's some of the things that um, we're working on from the Office of Diversity um, and Inclusion. I do want to um, just kind of ask um, you all uh, to think about um, have there been any obstacles, and, and if there are, and how have you, or what have you done to overcome those obstacles? And I could talk about um, the celebration of the event, Juneteenth, as a whole, Um, especially being in a Southern community. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A lot of pushback, especially on the local government side, is you have February. You have Black History Month. Why do you need Juneteenth in um, June? We know in the last couple of years it now became a federal holiday, but understanding that 
we was not free until Juneteenth. And that, yes, Independence Day, 4th of July, is very important that our freedom for our country established. But during that time, not everybody in our country was free. And so to make sure that local governments understand and also individuals why Juneteenth is so important, because before, 4th of July wasn't for everybody. Mm -hmm. It was just for a certain demographic of our country until after Juneteenth when we all was free and independent and was able to celebrate the freedom and liberties that our country had declared in our um, in our creed. So really I would say that the uphill battle of really having that whole full buy-in from every community to understand the importance of this holiday and why it's now a federal holiday and all the work that people have done locally and in their communities, the grassroots work has now blossomed to this beautiful federal mm-hmm. holiday. Yeah, and just to um, piggyback off of that, uh, I think, like you said, there was a lot of um, work to be done to even get this as a Juneteenth um, to be celebrated as a federal holiday that happened in 2021. I still think there's a lot of work to continue to be done to even just get the word out of what it is. So a lot of people still don't even understand what Juneteenth is. And then, like you said, buy-in. And, you know, even to this day in in certain spaces, you know, is it okay if I celebrate Juneteenth? Like, are you accepting of me celebrating Juneteenth? So that's an obstacle. That's a barrier for me as a black woman, making sure that, um, you know, that people understand and trying to educate um, and also um, feel accepted and included in certain spaces. So um, I agree with everything that you just said. Um, And then just obstacles in in life. Um, Of course, you know, (laughs) as an African-American woman, um, there was a lot of um, obstacles and barriers and challenges, you know, just from me, um, you know, navigating high school, undergrad, you know, master's programs, doctorate level programs, just, you know, um, just trying to be successful, trying to achieve those goals, but also um, oftentimes I may have been the only underrepresented mm-hmm. minority in the space. Absolutely. So that's that can, you know, come with its own set of challenges. Um, so that's always been something that I've personally faced, and I don't know if, you know, you have um, oh, faced similar. Yes. I'm sure you have. Um, Absolutely. So. Because when you're the only... In- People think you're the voice of all. Yes. And mm-hmm. and that's not the case mm-hmm. because we all know that we all have our own use, uniqueness and right. we're all our own unique experiences. Mm-hmm. And my experience is not the same as somebody else. And you can't have one person speak, speak for, for the mass. Right. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So it's really navigating that, like, making sure people understand that, like, we all have unique black experiences mm-hmm. which make the black culture and that one person do not speak for the mass. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just thinking about what you two are saying is just so um, it's special to me, but it also means a lot because growing up, uh, I had all brothers. Most mm-hmm. of my cousins are men. And uh, my firstborn was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then so... Um, I have three children, and then my middle child and my um, baby girl um, are girls, young females. And um, all my life, just being around all males pretty much, uh, it hit different 
when you're raising girls because you start to realize things that you didn't realize before. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just different and just um, watching my girls have to navigate um, spaces where not only um, racism exists, but sexism as well. So, you know, it's like dealing with racism on one hand and then the sexism that comes with that. Um, And um, for me, just being aware of that and knowing that um, just makes me appreciate um, the journey Mm -hmm. of African-American women that much more. And anything that I can do to support, um, I feel like I need to be there, not just for them, but um, just as a community, so I'm always careful about what I say or what I do. And if I I see something that is inappropriate to just call that out and let people be aware of, of um, those things. And so um, when I talk about challenges, it was something that um, I see and I try to navigate and uplift uh, and encourage my young ladies um, to be um, um positive and see themselves as, um, you know, uh, not to hate themselves, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, be who they are mm-hmm. and love who they are and be proud of who they are. And so that is um, something that um, I'm very appreciative in. It's very powerful to hear. Um, the other thing when I think about Juneteenth, and you all can add to this if you like, I get concerned sometimes when we have holidays. I think about Martin Luther King Day. Mm-hmm. Um, are people treating it with the respect? that it needs to be treated with. Um, Are we really using this as a day of commemoration, a day of reflection? Or are we looking at this as, hey, let's have a day off, and Mm -hmm. you know, um, that kind of thing. So I get concerned about the holidays when we have them because I do think that they're important and we need to have them and we need to uplift these, these holidays and speak on the significance of it. But at times I get worried that sometimes people don't take it as serious or reflect as much as they should. Yeah, no, that is a very legit um, concern. But I'll also say this, like, do we have a concern about how people celebrate 4th of July? Do we have a concern about how people celebrate President's Day? Or do we have a concern about how people celebrate Memorial Day or Labor Day? I think that one thing is, African-Americans, we also got to remember that we got to give our own people grace and the space to celebrate the way they want to celebrate. If you are a type of person that is community-oriented, that want to volunteer on MIK Day or Juneteenth, that want to volunteer, that's great. Be you. Are you a person like, look, I'm off today. I'm binge-watching Netflix. (laughs) Don't call me. I see you on Tuesday. You have the space. Mm -hmm. You have the access. You have the grace to celebrate however you want to celebrate. Mm -hmm. but then allowing people the opportunities and the resources, if you do want to give back to your community, here's places you can volunteer. If you do want to sit there and binge watch a Netflix mm-hmm. series, this is something that mm-hmm. you can binge watch on that day. If you just feel like you want to be by a pool drinking a drink, here's a, a wine mm-hmm. that you can get from that is from a black-owned winery. Like Things like that give people the access to celebrate the way they want to celebrate it with the resources that we want to celebrate because that's the true definition of equity, mm-hmm. being able to celebrate it in the space that feel best for you and accommodate your, your needs. Good. Good. Yeah, I, com- I completely agree with that. 
Um, and sometimes it takes time for people to figure out how they want to celebrate mm-hmm. it. Um, so just giving them grace and allowing them to come to their own. Um, I will add to that. There is an event in Cleveland County that's going on um, on June 17th. Um, they are actually going to have words of empowerment. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. A lot of you are probably familiar with Omar Porter and Donnie Thurman. Yes. They're a GWU mm-hmm. alum. Yes. They'll be speaking. Yes. They'll be giving <laughs> words of empowerment, and then they're going to have performances. They're going to have yeah. games for the kids. This is big field day, so mm-hmm. that is happening on Kings Road in Shelby. Um, so I thought that was the perfect time oh, yeah, to put that yeah. out there, yeah. listening yeah. to you talk about yeah. how people celebrate how they want to celebrate it, and that's perfectly okay. Um, but I do think everyone should be aware of yes. Juneteenth and mm-hmm. what, what it's about. Absolutely. Wow, that's just great. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate all of your um, thoughts and conversations. This has really been been great. So what I'll do is just wrap this up, give you an opportunity mm-hmm. to close this out. Um, any last words? with um, um, However you want to close it out. Anything you want to leave with our listeners? Oh, okay. So um, one, I would say... No matter what, um, on Juneteenth, take the time to do your research and take the time to discover what does Juneteenth mean for you. Um, Because not everybody will have the same definition of what Juneteenth means. And we know it's a celebration of independence and freedom. But what does that independence and freedom look like for you? And how are you advancing um, our independence and freedom and celebrating that Every day, because yes, Juneteenth is a great day, but we also need to celebrate that independence and freedom 365 days. And also, how are you like improving tomorrow for the next generation? My parents have always told me that anybody can make changes, but be the person to make improvements. And how are you improving tomorrow for our next generation? So they still have the same opportunity to celebrate Juneteenth. 100 years from now, Um, and just being aware of the spaces that we occupy and occupy it with the most beautiful freedom and space. And don't, like you said, don't ever turn your light down because so many people have fought for us to be where we are. The work is not done. There's still more work to do. And don't give up because there's community, there's ancestors, there's people in the future that we are working hard to make sure they have a space and opportunity to live their best lives. Um, So I would agree um, with taking time on Juneteenth to just reflect on what it means to you. And, you know, that may involve some just wrapping your head around everything um, and figuring out, wow, like it wasn't until years later that African-Americans were really free. And so just take some time to reflect and celebrate it how you choose to, Um, be that doing some community service or attending a field day event or watching some type of movie. Um, But I I, I agree with um, being comfortable in your own skin um, and showing up as your true self and sometimes I have to remind myself of that because I don't know if it's a little bit of social anxiety, but I'm overthinking how I'm saying things. And and I have to remind myself, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Just talk how you talk. Be who you are. And so I just want to remind everybody that as they're navigating difficult spaces, it's okay um, being who you are, um, be it the way you speak, be it the hairstyle that you wear. Oh, yep, mm-hmm. just be you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. This is um, some 
great, great insight, great perspectives, and I am not going to talk over none of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm just going to leave it there, but I really do appreciate each of you um, joining us to talk about um, Juneteenth and um, moving forward and just talking about it. This has been a great conversation, and I feel really, really good about this, and don't let this be the last time. Right. Yes. Thank you for the opportunity. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Thank you for the opportunity. Mm. Find and subscribe to official podcasts just like this on your favorite podcasting platforms or check out gardener-web.edu forward slash podcast. We appreciate you joining us for web chat. We will look forward to having you with us next time right here on the Bulldog Nation Podcasting Network. Until then, from the Elliott House Podcast Studios on the Gardner-Webb University campus, I'm Noel T. Manning II.